This is WSKG News. I'm Brent Fox. The COVID-19 pandemic exposed a crisis in child care across New York. In response, the state has invested billions of dollars into child care initiatives. Amy Fireisal reports. Christina McCarthy is 38 and lives in Brazier Falls, a town of just under 700 in St. Lawrence County. It's the definition of a child care desert. A year ago, there were no child care providers within a 20-mile radius. So the state's new program, the Child Care Deserts Grant, seemed perfect for McCarthy. She opened a center, Tritown Kids, last November. We sit on um, three acres of land. We are surrounded by corn that's, uh, well, the joke is knee high by the 4th of July, and we were pretty close to that. The center is a big gray building that needed a lot of renovation. Down a roomy hallway lined with wooden cubbies is the infant room. It used to be a walk-in cooler. So this is our infant room. And this is one of our little guys. But yeah, this space is completely brand new. So this was gutted to the studs from the floor up. McCarthy employs 10 people, and there are currently 35 kids in care here, with capacity for more. In many ways, McCarthy should be the poster child of success for the Child Care Deserts program. But she says it's been a struggle from the beginning. The first hurdle was just getting open on time. To get the grant money, McCarthy had to open in 120 days. So that was being completely licensed. That was your building completely inspected. 13 inspections from fire, from water, from electrical, from your certificate of occupancy. They had to pay out of pocket for all that. And if they missed the deadline, no money. The State Department that runs the program, the Office of Children and Family Services, defended the 120-day timeline, saying it was stated in the grant application. And according to OCFS, 540 child care providers successfully opened programs. That includes McCarthy and her husband. They did open in 118 days. But other providers didn't, like a woman who wanted to open a center in western New York and got a deserts grant. She asked not to be named because she still works in the child care industry. Even when we were awarded, there were still so many unknowns and there was no one to ask. She says that made it impossible to meet the 120-day deadline. And so she didn't open her center. She says it broke her heart and it got worse when the only nearby child care center closed earlier this year. 45 families just lost their child care. I had 73 kids ready to go. Now, to be fair, both McCarthy and the provider in Western New York were first-timers. They'd never opened a center before. But childcare experts also say the 120-day limit is unrealistic. They'd normally suggest six months to two years to open a center. They're in a catch-22. There was no way to be successful. That's Jamie Bazelier. She directs the Child Care Resource and Referral Agency in Clinton and Franklin counties. Nine providers in her area got Deserts grants. Seven actually opened. She says if opening was a huge lift, the next step was almost harder. Operating under the Deserts grants rules, which she says are so strict they don't work for providers. Unless they never needed the money in the first place and had lots of money and cash flow. This gets at what every director and provider I spoke with said was the problem with the Deserts Grant, that it was extraordinarily restrictive and even punitive. Another huge money complaint of how the grant is being run has to do with staffing. Providers are required to staff to capacity, not attendance. Here's what that means. If you have the capacity for 10 infants, but three babies in the room, you still have to have enough staff for 10 infants. That's the exact scenario Jennifer Lamena faced, and she says she doesn't understand it. 
is it's almost like they don't trust us to make business decisions. And we've already put so much on the line to open up a business and run a business. So I feel like they're taking that part away from us. Lamena isn't a new provider. She runs seven childcare programs down in Long Island, but she's still struggling with the Deserts Grant, which she opened three new childcare programs through. She says staffing to capacity would bankrupt her. You can't pay five people on three infants tuition. It's actually cheaper to forfeit part of her grant payment than to pay workers to do nothing. It put a hardship on me because I relied on that grant and I lost 25% of my, my payment. It's important to note that the Deserts Grant is not the only childcare initiative being run by the state. It's one of over a dozen. And childcare experts say other programs have been really impactful and much less restrictive. The Deserts Grant is different, says Lamena. My biggest qualm is that do they have any providers sitting in those meetings when they're deciding on how we should utilize this funding? I spent about a month trying to talk to someone from the Office of Children and Family Services, which runs the Deserts Grant. Eventually, they answered in a written statement. It said that OCFS worked, quote, closely with each program by providing technical assistance, extensive resources, and training materials to all providers who sought help, end quote. But that's not what any of the directors or providers I spoke with said. Here's the woman from Western New York. So you'd email and it'd sit in the inbox for weeks. So then you try calling and there was no one to call. There was no number. Christina McCarthy says she had a similar experience. We couldn't get answers on um, certain requirements that were needing to be submitted within that time. It was so varying from area to area. The Deserts program has expanded capacity. It has reimbursed hundreds of providers for startup costs. But for many, including those who opened their doors, like McCarthy in Brazier Falls and Lamena on Long Island, it's been demoralizing and even a financial drain. And then there's the potential providers, like the woman in Western New York, who might not try again. This could have been a program that really helped our communities, and it did not. And instead, it brought on insane levels of stress to people who we already know have entirely too high of burnout levels. She says there must have been a better way. I'm Amy Fireisel for WSKG News.